Hello there. Thank you for downloading our message. It is our desire you grow in the mastery of the word and the power of the spirit as you listen. Be blessed. To God. So we rejoice. We rejoice. We rejoice. No, we say that this year, not by power, not by might, but by the Holy Ghost. You know what that means? So even when might fails, you no know, physical might, when it fails, when physical power fails, that's what happens. The spirit. So you might get sometimes tired and like, oh, there's a lot of work. But guess what? The spirit is strengthened. Yes, so it says, yes. though the other man perishes, the inner man is being renewed day by day. What do we do? We live out of the spirit. What do you do? Just, just zone out your mind and the body and live out of the spirit. Why? Endless supply. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Whoosh. Glory to God. Woo! Oh, glory. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Ah, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, glory to God. You know, in Mark 6, In Mark 6, Jesus Christ told his, his, his disciples, his apostles, to go to the other side of the, of the land. Yeah? And while he, he told them to go and they stayed behind. Amen. Amen. So while they were going, um, they encountered turbulence. And he saw them, but he did not go there. He saw them like, maybe he saw them in the middle of the night, it's turbulence. He did not go and stop the turbulence. Waited until early, till early morning. He now walked and went out to the place. How back and show of thee? As in, how bad can show off be? He saw them there. He didn't go there. He saw them in Mark 6. He saw them there. There was stubbornness. He did not go. He went there in the morning, near the morning. The people say that when God sends it, it's easy. He told them, go. Why go? There was stubbornness. But he sent them. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. So, this, 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 this idea that when it is God, to be always be simple, they lie. Amen. It, it doesn't work that way. When it's God, it's God. It's not about, it's not about, it's not about what you see on the outside, what you think, what you feel. When it is God, it is God. So, he got there, walking on water, and he stilled the storm. He always comes true. He always comes true. So there might be, mm, uh, but it comes true. So, you keep on sailing. You do what? You keep on sailing. Bible says, Hebrews 10, Hebrews 10, 38, there were no of those that draw back, but those that continue until our eternal salvation, until redemption. Glory to God. So, no matter what you face, you stand strong. People of faith, stand strong. We are, we are very stubborn, we are, some, we are very stubborn people. People of that what? Stubborn people, yeah. We are stubborn, headstrong people. So, even when it doesn't look like it, we, we, we live here. Because we die, we don't die, we don't die. We, li- <laughs> we live here. We live here. We, li- we, we live here. We go to our. Glory to God. So for Paul, people came, people went. Paul stood there. But Mark did his own. Mm, Paul stood there. That's the job. So we stay there. We stay. We do the work. Amen. Amen. So we must learn to be people of 
faith. Stubborn people. Not moved by what we see. Glory to God. We are not what moved by what we see, by what we hear. We're only moved by the word instruction. When God says go, you have gone. You have we'll first go first. We'll first go first. That's, it. That's who we are. So you stay strong. Don't look at your environment to make your destiny. You are not what you see. Amen. Amen. You are not what? You are not what you see. You want to account balance. That's, that's your destiny. Go for a bit, Seth. How much is there? <laughs> How much is there? Right there? Glory to God. So you are not your account balance. That's not who you are. You don't say, ah, this thing God sent me. That kind of cannot do it. That's not who you are. So that's a Mark 6. Just why I told them to feed 5,000 people. Ah, the five of them are two fishes. Kilo D. Why, why not provide big bread and share it? Why must everything be shown? <laughs> Amen. So, it took five of bread. Told them to sit down in groups. He broke it and shared it. Why did he just prefer to multiply the bread first and go and start sharing to people? God likes to show sometimes. Amen. And he shared the bread and they, were, they had leftovers. They had more leftovers than, than even, even, even the beginning five loaves of bread and two fishes. That's God. So we stay strong. When God says go, we don't say how. We go first. Amen. Amen. We're not telling God, ah, share sure, sure. When God says go, we first jump in first. Like, oh, I'm at bed. <laughs> Glory to God. People of faith are resolute, stubborn. Amen. So that's that's when anybody feeling a little tired or something, you know, be encouraged. So today, talking about the gospel, we are teaching the gospel. So if I go on, we must know this: that turbulence is not a sign of impending failure. Did you get that? Turbulence is not a sign of impending failure. I'll take it one more time. Turbulence is not a sign of impending failure. Remember years back, I was in a, I was in a plane, a mobile plane, very small, small, small jets. And the, the wind was a little boisterous. So it was going, but the pilot was not, was not alarmed. So like, okay, it's not alarmed, I should not be alarmed also. I mean, pilot was not alarmed. Pilot was used to turbulence. Pilot was not used to the turbulence. So turbulence does not mean that you will crash. Amen. Turbulence does not mean you will crash. It is not, it's not, it's not saying that there's impending failure, no. So there will be times of turbulence. When it's a little, ah, this is so stressful. But you keep on. You, 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 you will land safely. Amen. You what? You will land safely. So be encouraged. In business, in career, education. There are times when it's like, oh, what are we doing? Well, keep on. Keep on. Turbulence is not failure. The bigger your goals, the more turbulence you will see. You don't have to do anything. Just eat your mommy's food and be launching your house. And do baby girl. Just do Instagram. You can't be bigger because you the money. That's the point. So to do anything in this life, you must be ready for turbulence. Be ready for turbulence. Amen. Even Christ had his own turbulence. He was crying blood. That night he cried blood for the kids. He was crying. He cried blood. He cried blood cry. Amen. So that God sent you doesn't mean it will always be easy. 
Amen. So stop looking for ease. Get the job done. Stop looking for ease. Get the job done. Labor into rest. They cannot be baby the baby girl. Amen. Amen. Get the job done. So, gospel. Glory to God. This is gospel Sunday all over the world. <laughs> Easter Sunday. So let's join them. Let's preach the gospel. So we said, we preach the gospel to the unsaved, but we teach the gospel to the saved. Again, we preach to the unsaved, but we teach to the saved. What does it mean? So for example, how do you sell you a product? I want to tell you, it has um, NVIDIA, clinical, clinical. You might be confused. I just tell you, for example, I look at you and I know that, I know that you, like, you like to watch movies. This laptop has plenty of space for movies. It has one terabyte. You can store 100, you can store 1,000 movies on it. Yeah, that's good. I like that. I said it to you. But I'm telling you now that ah, the inside of the clinical clinical is combustor clinical clinical. It has NVDA card. It has um, one, one terabyte for um, Quai 7. You know, the newest processor, AI processor. Like, I just want a red laptop that has plenty of for movies and I can browse internet. Just tell me for ladies here. Red, blue, purple laptop that has. People like red, they look at you. That has big space for movies and can browse the net. So what do you do? You preach. You preach to the unsaved. Don't give them too many details. They'll be confused. Like ah, in Genesis 1, God gave man authority over everything. God made man his own image. Genesis 2, and God told man, do it of the tree of the garden. Genesis 3, man ate and died. That death is spiritual death. Okay, so in Genesis 4, at the Genesis 3, God chose man out of the Garden of Kinesia. He said, don't eat of the tree of life, so it doesn't live forever. <sighs> uh, God now called Abraham. I'm, I'm ready to change it to. God called Abraham and chose Abraham. And says, from Abraham, Jesus Christ will come. Now from Abraham, now gave Isaac, now gave Jacob, that became Israel. Now gave Israel the law. I gave Israel the circumcision. And put them to clinical people with the blood. <sighs> get, get people confused. What do you do? You preach to the, sin, to the sinner. God loves, doesn't want you to die. He died for your sins. He loves you with an endless love. He's not going to punish for your sins. That's, that's pretty the gospel to the, to the, to the unsaved. Now, that, that's what they can relate with. So, you preach to the unsaved. You teach to the saved. It's like giving the saved, it's like giving someone that buys the product, the product's manual. If you don't buy, you don't need the manual. When, when, you, are, when, when you buy, and you have the manual, you can have the product, checking out the manual. Because you already have the product. You get my point here? That's how it works. So we preach to the sinner, we teach to the saved. Amen. So the saved can know what is contained in what he received in Christ. Glory to God. So I preach to people, don't overload them with details. Don't just want to word them. Pastor gave us one, let's go and choke them the word. Choke with, with caution. <laughs> choke responsibly. Glory to God. <laughs> So let me now teach it now. So in Genesis 1, God made man his own image and his own likeness. God made man like him. Okay? And told man, rule the earth. I rule the heavens. You rule the earth. Okay? You own everything on the earth. Every tree, every, uh, every fruit bearing tree, every animal, everything on the earth, the land, the waters, you rule over everything. So God made man and gave man dominion. As long as man is my image, man would ask Offense. Now, that man there is not gender male. It's mankind. Of course, it's not gender male. It's mankind. Okay, that, that's it very, because people are very funny. <laughs> it's not gender male. It is 
mankind. Because even then, there was, there was no physical man yet. It was only God, 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 God made spirit first and gave spiritual man the dominion. Amen. And in, in the spirit, there is no male or female spirit. Spirit to spirit. Glory to God. Am I, am I saying the truth? I think she's so. So, <laughs> glory to God. So, God made man and gave man dominion over everything. As long as you are mankind, you are, you are meant to have dominion over all things. Okay? Genesis 2. God made everything. Everything was perfect. Everything was, was, was lush and, you know, was, was cool and sweet. Okay? Everything was there. And God put man in the garden and told man, you can eat of everything. But of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, don't eat. Right? And guess what happened? That one gone when they said they should not eat, gone, 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 was, was now the devil's alleyo. So he told him. The devil told her. Why did he go for the woman? I don't know. So the devil went for the, for the lady and told her, did God really say? And this happens a lot to everybody. Did God really say? Was it really God you heard? Did God really send you? Amen. Did God really say this? Or is it, is it, were we just thinking it up? Were we just assuming stuff? Did God really say? And he told, he told, he told, he told her, if you eat of this tree, you will be like God. Because you will know everything. You know good and evil. And the woman bought the lie. She bought the lie. Okay? God's laws are for protection. They are not to hinder you. They are to protect us, not hinder us. Amen. So, people ask, why did God give, why did God put that kind of tree in the middle of the Garden of Eden? Why? So that man can have a choice to obey or not to obey. Without the choice, we are zombies. God wanted to pe- pe- people that, 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 that live by choice, not, not, not just zombies, not just zombies, not just robots. God wanted to make people with a choice. People with a will that will choose to say yes or no to his will. Amen. So, there had to be something to choose. And he told them that the day you do this, that day you will surely die. Now, to show how much this is riding to mankind, this one thing should not be yours. So, at home now, my, my son likes remote control, right? And mobile phones. Amen? So, I had to get an old remote control that we use for old remote control. I washed it and gave him. Guess what happened? Used, used once and dumped. one down again. When I said don't touch, is the one he wants. Human nature. Amen. So he just, just put that on once or twice and dumped it. But that one that he said don't touch is the one that has his eyes. Also. So when people say, <laughs> so when the Bible says no fornicate, people want that fornication, go, 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 go. Why? Stolen water. It's sweet. It's in the Bible. Stolen water. It's juicy. <laughs> <laughs> Glory to God. So, when, when you understand that, 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 that's how human nature works, okay? Awesome. But God told him that in the day you eat of this fruit, you will surely die. Now, when God talks, God is not playing with you. Even when he's playing, he's serious. So, he said, in the day you eat of this, you will surely die. So, guess what? Man at Eve ate, and the good wife gave Adam. That's what, the, that's what the good wife does. They taste and give you. Glory to God. <laughs> so, <laughs> Adam ate, and next thing, they heard God calling in the middle of the day. God came down as usual to man, just to man. They had, they, had, they had relationship. And because man had died, man heard God's voice and ran away. 
So the first show of death was that man could not stand God's presence anymore. His spiritual death. Man could not stand God's presence anymore. God's presence now became what, 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 terrified, what terrified him. Remember the, 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 the Israelites also, they, they told Moses, go and talk to God by yourself. Don't let God talk to us. It's too, it's too dangerous. Let God talk. That, that, that's what happens to a fallen man. He's, he, he cannot stand the presence. Awesome. So, man, you know, um, because he had fallen, not thank God's presence, and he went to hide. And God immediately just knew and asked him, did you eat of that tree? Okay? And what did Adam say? The wife you gave me. The woman you gave me. And guess what? Since then, God has not given anybody anything again. You take it yourself. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's no God gave my husband. They lie. You, you married your husband. You chose. Amen. Even if it's not vision, God did not force you. You agree to the vision. Amen? So it's your choice. So you can't say, the man you gave me. No, I did not give you. You took. Amen. Awesome. So man fell. Man died spiritually. What spiritual death? Spiritual death is, is the absence of God's glory, of God's nature in man. It's not, it's not like physical death that is, that is um, physical death. Yeah. Spiritual death is the quality of life. Life outside of God. Life outside of God. And they, they, they knew they were naked. Why? They have eaten of knowledge of good and evil. They, they, they lost their naivety. They lost their innocence. Okay? They now begin to, began to know good and evil. They began to know shame. Glory to God. So, God sent man out of the garden. Okay? And from there, you can see from Genesis 4, Genesis 5, Genesis, you know, they just went gaga. Evil, evil, just, evil just started scattering everywhere. We saw um, Cain kill Abel. Let's Sinful nature produces sinful deeds. Sinful nature produces what? Sinful deeds. So man continued to sin continually. Man became sin by nature. So that by, by, by Genesis 11, or Genesis 10, God had sent the flood that cleared everything first. But man became sinful by nature. So God, God had to start no, I had to kickstart in motion the plan for it. Even from Genesis 3, he told, he told, he told Eve that, um, um, so, so the serpent, that you will strike his um, heel, okay, but it will strike your, you will strike your, you will bruise his heel, but will strike your head. Okay, it was prophesying what Christ would do, that Christ will strike his head. Finish it. Glory to God. So, we saw in Genesis 12, God called Abraham to start the plan from Abraham. God always uses a man. God always what? uses a man. If it's the earth, God needs a man to use. Glory to God. Genesis 12. Genesis 12. Now imagine, imagine you're thinking it's an unbeliever. Imagine you say no, it's an unbeliever. You've lost him. Right? Genesis 12. Glory to God. Okay, from verse 1. The Lord had said to Abraham, leave your country, your people, and your father's household, and go to a land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you, and I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. Please go on. I will bless those who bless you, and what cause you, I will cause. And all people of the earth will be blessed through you. Look at this. And all peoples, go back, of the earth, Will be blessed through you. Not, not only not only Israelites, all peoples of the earth will be blessed through you. Again, prophesying Christ. All peoples of the earth will be blessed through you, Abraham. Please go on, verse 4. So Abraham left as the Lord had told him. A lot went with him. Abraham was surprised when he went to the Verse 5. Go to verse 9. 
He took his wife Sarah, his nephew Kinnikov Kinnikov, six, seven, eight, nine. Glory to God. Oh yeah. Okay. Then Abraham set out and continued towards the Negev. Okay. So God called Abraham. Okay. And from Abraham, you know, came Isaac. But before then, God told Abraham in Genesis 22, 22 verse 1. 22 verse 1. 22 verse 1. Genesis 22 verse 1. Are we following me? It's teaching Sunday. It's long teaching. So, be ready. I think from beginning to the end, God spoke from Genesis to, to the end. <laughs> Glory to God. It's God they call it the everlasting gospel. From beginning to the end. So, sometime later, God said to Abraham and said to him, God said to him, Abraham, here I am. He replied, please go to verse 2. Then God said, take your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love. Look at this. Your only son. Now, now reminded him, whom you love. What was that for? <laughs> now, God, your only son. He didn't say bring Ishmael. That would have been easy, right? I don't feel like I have this one. <laughs> your only son. So God counted only one son. Your only son. The only son I know I recognize in your in that you recognize for the promise. Yeah? The only one that, 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 that is valued for this promise chain, for this blessing chain, okay? Your only son we love, I'm going to go to John of Maria, sacrifice him there as burnt offering. Ah, as burnt offering. On one of the mountains, okay, verse 3, Abraham let took any, any money to the child, can you, please go on. Go to verse 6. Please hold on. Is it 6? Go to 6. Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and placed on his son Isaac and he the the fire and the knife. I saw them went together. Verse 7. As he spoke about said to his father, Abraham, Father, yes, my son, Abraham replied, the fire and the wood are here, Isaac said, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? <laughs> Look at that. Where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Verse 8. This is powerful. Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering. Prophecy. Abraham was a prophet. God, that's, that's, that's so powerful. God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering. I told them went on together. Verse 9, yeah. Go to then verse 10. Verse 10. Then read out his hand and took him out to slay his son. 11. But the angel of the Lord called out of him from heaven and said, Abraham, yeah, man, he replied. Please go on, 11. 12. Do not lay hand on the boy, he said. Don't do anything, anything to him. Now I know that you fear God because you have not returned your son from me, your only son. Abraham looked up and there in a the ticket he saw a ram caught by his horns. He went over and took the ram and sacrificed as a burnt offering of his son. Please go on, verse 14. So Abraham called that place, the Lord, he called it Jairi. The Lord will provide. And to this day, he said, on, on the matter of the Lord, it will be provided. The angel of the Lord called Abraham the second time. Please go on. Verse 16. And said, this is so good. I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because I have done this thing, and not that your son, your only son, I will surely bless you. And the stars on the sky, and the stars on the seashore, and you know, they will provide this. Verse 18. This is what I want to say. And through your offspring, now, not offsprings, through your offspring, Jesus. 
all of the earth be blessed because you have obeyed me again prophesying Jesus through your offspring not offsprings amen because you have obeyed me what happened there God wanted God protected Abraham with his own son so that God can release his own son through Abraham's son so because Abraham released his own son, God now said, because you have done this, okay? Because I've done so and so and so, because you have obeyed me, through your offspring, my son will come from your lineage. I will bless the children of the world. So, we see Isaac. Isaac became, Isaac gave it to Jacob. Jacob became Israel. Israel became, you know, the great nation of Israel and all that. And, and from there, we have, you know, the Israelites, then the Christ. But before then, so, God had to, had to give them laws, something to get their behavior, to get their morality. Amen. So that, so that they don't be like every other person on the earth. That to have laws so that, so that they, don't, they, don't, they don't do an immoral sacrifice, like, 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 like other nations do, like Romans, like, like, like Babylonians. They had to give them rules to guide their behavior until the Christ came. Amen. So give them laws that says don't steal, don't covet, don't kill. Laws to guide behavior. Now, laws did not make them perfect. Laws were only to guide behavior. Amen. Glory to God. So God gave them the law to guide their behavior. Amen. I was even before then that, you know, Abraham circumcised. What, what was circumcised in Genesis 22? Circumcised them. What? To cut a blood covenant with him. Don't forget, he said in Hebrews 9 that everything is purified by blood in, in this covenant. In covenant with God, that everything is agreed on, sustained, purified by blood. And circumcision. Amen. So by, by, by being circumcised, every, every Israeli male, every Israeli was, was declared to be for God by being circumcised. Glory to God. So then God also gave them the law to guide morality, not to make them perfect, but to guide morality, to, to give them, to show them sin. In Romans, Romans 7 says, Romans 7, Romans, Romans 9, that how would they have known that it was wrong to, Romans 7, yeah, it was, it was wrong to covet if God did not tell them, do not covet. But it's like saying that, for example, now in this, in this particular um, nation, even though I know in my heart that it, it is wrong to slap somebody, but the Lord did not say do not slap. So when I slap, I might feel bad, but nobody can tell me what you did is wrong because there is no law to guide right or wrong. There's, there's, no, there's no law that, that, that can convict me. So without a law, God could not convict people of sin. I guess my point, without the law, God could not convict them. So they, might, they might be sinful, yes, because sin reigned from, from Adam all through until, until Christ came. Sin reigned. But they could not be convicted of sin because without the law. So the law had to come to convict the of sin, to show them what was sinful. So they can know sin. Amen. So they can also know the need for a savior. Amen. So see that this, this law made Israel, Israel from every nation on the earth, they were better behaved at least. They were, they were better people than people around them. For example, the gods then, they demanded human sacrifice. They killed children in a very nasty way. As in, in a very crazy way. As in real pay. You see Game of Thrones, right? You see how, they, how that um, did, whatever, killed his, killed his daughter. Yeah. That was normal Normal human behavior of non-Israelites then. <laughs> Glory to God. So God had to give them rules 
to guide morality. Amen. Are we following it? Romans 7, verse 7. Romans 7, 7. Romans 7, 7. I need a reader. Benner. Our reader is in Dubai. <laughs> Romans 7, 7. Yeah, help me. Um, Benner. Romans 7 to 13. This truth. What shall we say? What shall we say then? Is the law sin? Certainly not. Indeed, I would not have known what sin was except through the law. For I would not have known what coveting really was if the law had not said, do not covet. But sin, seizing the opportunity afforded by the commandment, produced in me every kind of covetous desire. For apart from the law, sin is dead. Once I was, al once I was alive apart from the law, but when the commandments came, sin sprang to life and I died. I found that the very commandment that was intended to bring life actually brought death. For sin, seizing the opportunity afforded by the commandments, deceived me, and through the commandments put me to death. Please, we're already dead before, so this death is figurative. We're already, de already dead in sin from Genesis 2. Okay, so it's figurative death. It's not until they died again. Just, just, like, just became like, mm, I give up. <laughs> Please go on. So then, the law, so then, the law is holy and the commandment is holy, righteous and good. Did that which is good then become death to me? By no means. Nevertheless, in order that sin might be recognized as sin, it used what is good to bring about death, bring about my death, so that through the commandment, sin might become utterly sinful. Amen. So the, the law was to show sin. Now, when the law shows you sin, I still demand because for you utterly sinful. Like you know this is wrong, but it's still demand because for you utterly sinful. So the law was to show man sin. To make man, to make his life know what was actually wrong. As if God has told you, this thing is wrong. So it now makes that when you now do it, you are now as in the evil told you. You get my point? So it made sin utterly sinful. Amen. So the law was to show man sin. To give sin consciousness. The law could not make anyone holy. The law was only to show you sin. So you cannot even become holy by works of the law. The law did not come to that purpose. It only came to show you what was sinful. So you can't say, because I don't lie, I don't lie. People look at that guy that met me in Christ and God told him, what was I to be saved? And God told him, obey the commandments. I said, I've done all these things. God was what was doing for him. Nothing, nothing you do there can make you holy before God. For anything you do, God tell you, go and do one more thing. Anything you go and do one more thing. Go and do one more thing. There was always one more thing to do by the law. Because the law could not justify or save anyone. Amen. The law could not give life. Man died Genesis 2. Genesis 3, rather. Man died Genesis 3. So there has to be something that gives life for man to be saved. The law cannot give life. The law only shows right or wrong. It only shows sin consciousness. Glory to God. Glory to God. So we see Paul saying that, okay, that, that, that the law, sin was dead. Now, it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not to say that sin is not sinful without the law. That's not, that's not the meaning. Okay? How do, I put, how do I put that now? Sin has always been sinful right from the beginning. Okay? Sin, 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 sin did not 
but was, was it now unsinful for people to not have the law? Was it sinful for them? But when you now know what you don't do, it now becomes for you utterly sinful. Like, it's like magnifying person's case. That I've told you this is now wrong, but you did it. Now it becomes for you like a magnified issue to show you, to make you, make you sin conscious, to make you know the need for a savior. Am I communicating? Are you following? It's making sense. It's making sense. Glory to God. Amen. Bena, well done. I see, I see. Glory to God. Are we following? We'll get there. Okay, so Romans 3, Romans 3, 20, Romans 3, 20, 31. Romans 3, 20, 31. The law was not to make holy. Romans 3, 20, 31. Then Galatians 2, 16. Romans 3, 20, 31. Therefore, no one will be declared righteous in his sight by observing, by observing the law. Rather, through the law, we become conscious of sin. But now, a righteousness from God, apart from the law, has been made known, to which the law and the prophets testify. This righteousness from God comes through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God and are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. Please go on. God presented him as a sacrifice of atonement through faith in his blood. He did this to demonstrate his justice because in his forbearance, he had left the sins committed beforehand unpunished. Wow. He did it to demonstrate his justice at the present time so as to be just and the one who justifies those who have faith in Jesus. Where, where then is boasting? Is it excluded? On what principle? On that of observing the law? No, but on that of faith. For we maintain that a man is justified by faith apart from observing the law. Is God the God of Jews only? Is he not the God of Gentiles too? Yes, of Gentiles too. Since there is only one God who will justify the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised through that same faith. Do we then nullify the law by this faith? Not at all. Rather, we uphold the law. Amen. So this, this uphold, triggers people. They don't know what it means. They don't, they don't know what the uphold means. This uphold here means we set the law in its place. Amen. Our, our, our English language can be, can be a bit confusing. Okay? For example, something, something that, that, that is just a word in Hebrew can need a phrase to explain properly in, in English. So it's not saying we give the law. No, we put the law in its rightful place. Fulfilled in Christ. That's the meaning. The law was fulfilled in Christ. Galatians 4 verse 1. Galatians 4 verse 1 to 4. Quickly. So Christ came and fulfilled the law and closed it. Abolished and closed. That first fulfilled it. Abolished, closed. So we put the law in its place. Please go on. What I am saying is that as long as a hair uh, is underage, he is not different from his slave. Although he owns the whole estate, the heir is subject to guardians and trustees until the time set by his father. So also, when we were under age, we were in slavery under the elemental super spiritual forces of the world. But when the time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under law, to redeem those under law that we might receive the full rights of sons. Now, please pause. Now, people have, people have, this is one of the most abused chapters in the Bible, Galatians 1 to 4. It's, I think it's one of the most abused 
verses, places in the Bible. Now people have made it to look like, like when we now mature in Christ, now one will get saved, baby, baby Christians. One will now mature, we now have everything. What is that talking about? It's talking about the law and, and, and faith. It's not saying we believers, we are born small, without any power, but now grow into power. No. We are born sons. We don't grow into sonship. We are born as sons. We are born with full rights of sonship. We're not born children. We're not going to son. No. We are born with full rights of sonship. John, John 1 12 says, as I believe, to them he gave the power to become what? The sons of God. He gave them the rights of sonship. As many as, not as many as grow into it, as many as believed. He gave what? Full right of sonship. So the day you believed, you received full sonship rights, adoption. Glory to God. And guess what? In, in, Roman, in Roman, um, Roman culture, the, the, it's more powerful than being born a son. That adopted self. has more power because it's not big to adopt him. So they make to adopt him. Adopting, right? Adopting, right? So you must give him more care because it's not, it's not beg you. You want to adopt him. So adoption is not just some, some child went to go and borrow outside in Roman, in Roman culture. It is full sonship rights. Now we're saying Yoruba, that is like, like in, 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 a marriage, in a marriage for Yoruba, they ask you, are you begging to marry her? You say, yes, I'm begging to marry her. The, the girl is not begging you. The girl is not begging you to marry her. Like, you don't begging to marry her. You get my point here? So, so also, adoption is like, you went to beg to get the child. You went there by yourself to get the child. The child did not beg to adopt him. You went to adopt the child yourself. So you, you must take full care of the child. Give you full rights of sonship. Amen. So here is comparing the law that before Christ came, they were under the law. On the time was set for Christ to come. Am I coming? Do you get what I'm saying here? Okay, so the law was in place for a season until Christ. The law was in place until Christ. If you are lost, give me a whisper. I can know what you are doing. Is everybody following? Yeah. Are we all following? Yeah, bro. Know that a man is not justified by observing the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ. So we too have put our faith in Christ Jesus, that we may be justified by faith in Christ and not by observing the law. Because by observing the law, no one will be justified. No one. So you can't say, God, I did so and so, so let me enter heaven. You cannot work out for it. Romans 4. So what did Abraham find? Man justified without before, before he just believed and God justified. God declared righteous. That's what Abraham found. That you cannot, you cannot earn it. Says, so that nobody can boast about it. It's a gift, not what you will earn. Amen. So we get to heaven on free gifts. Free gifts. So people, people want to get want to get, want to get God, make God happy by what you do. God is saying, I'll only be happy by you taking what I did. I will only be happy by you receiving what I gave you. 
People want to work hard and labor and sweat for God. Like, God, I've done so and so and so. God says, only what is this thing? Is you receiving what I gave you, Jesus? People say, and without, without faith, it's supposed to please God. You're a child of God, you please God already. That faith, the faith that pleases God, not that, that made you believe and, and see just right. Once you did that, you're already pleasing to God. You're not getting my point here. That without faith, it's not, it's not, it's not by one, one new faith again. There's no new faith to please God. When you receive Christ, you please God. The faith that saved you made you pleasing unto God. You're not getting my point. The faith that saved you made you forever pleasing to God. It made you with full rights of sonship. As Christ is, so are you. So, can I be more pleasing than Christ? Can I be more pleasing than Christ to God? So, as Christ is, so are you also. Pleasing unto God. Right? Say, we live by faith. We live by faith. We live by faith. The faith we have, we live by the faith. Glory to God. So, you cannot make God justify you by what you do. You cannot do it. Because even the law is not designed to justify anybody. It's only to show people sin. Are you following? Ephesians 2.15. Ephesians 2 verse 8 first. 2.8. Ephesians 2.8. I've jumped ahead of my time. Ephesians 2.8. Ephesians 2.8. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is a gift of God, not by work, so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Look at that verse. It says, we are saved by grace, through faith. Now, it says, it is not of yourself. It's a gift from God. So, you didn't say this. You only just said yes to God. It's a gift from God. You only took the gift that God gave. There's not of works, so that nobody can boast about it. You can't, you can't boast about it. You can't, you, you can't brag and say, I did it. No. There's no brag, there's no brag there. Okay? So you cannot boast about it. It's a gift from God. So you are saved unto good works. So when you get saved, you receive empowerment to not live the good life. To live life of obedience to God. Amen. Before then, nothing, nothing you can do to God could make God justify you. Praise God. Please go on. Therefore, remember that formerly you were, you, you who are Gentiles by birth and called the uncircumcised, by those who call themselves the circumcision, that done in the body by the hands of men. Remember that at that time you were separate from Christ, excluded from citizenship in Israel and foreigners to the covenants of the promise, without hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far away have been Glory brought near through the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who has made the two one and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility. By abolishing in his flesh the law with its commandments and regulations. Please pause. Read it well. He abolished it. When people start keep going back to it, but the enemy said, it's not this one, so and so. Christ abolished it. Christ abolished it. Earrings, earrings and nose rings. Christ abolished it. Are you in Nigeria? Christ abolished it. So, stop going back to a closed book. Amen. 
stop work, going back to a close book, Christ abolished it. Amen. You know how bad the law, you know how bad it even became later on? That it got so bad that if a woman is in a period and she's chatting on the road, unclean, unclean, Sapu can be open places for her. Unclean, I'm serious. Unclean, unclean. Sapu can be giving her room. Don't, don't stay my clean, don't stay my cleanliness. So I heard some people till today, when they are in period, they don't go to church because they think they are unclean. Living in a closed book. Wow. <laughs> Glory to God. Christ abolished it in himself. But guess even the, the funniest part. God did not give Gentiles the law. Amen. Amen. God did not give Gentiles. He did not give you the law. He did not even give you, not give you the law in the first place. He gave only Israel. The law was never meant for you. The law was not given to you. He said in Ephesians 2, it did not concern you. Make it louder. God did not give non-Israelites the law. God did not give you. So he abolished himself the law. Let's go on. Read that. Mama, follow more. And in this, and in this one body to reconcile both of them. Go back, go back, go back, go back, go back, go back, go back. Fifteen. Oh yeah. By abolishing in his flesh the law with his commandments and regulations, <laughs> his purpose was to create in himself one new man out of the two, thus making peace. Glory to God. And in this. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's okay. Glory to God. Glory to God. No, no, I, I, I have what I want. Christ abolished the law in himself. Praise God. Are we following? You know how bad the law was? James 2 verse 10 says, if you break one law, you break everything. So, so you can't even say, eh, I did not lie. I only lied. I did not steal. Once you lied, you are guilty of the, the whole thing. Amen. Amen. You are guilty of what? The whole thing. So the law is not designed to help anybody. Christ has made it even more. He said, if, if you think about it, you've done it. So if now say, but I did not do it, did you think it? <laughs> Amen. So by works of the law, will nobody satisfy them in sight. So the law is not sent to save anyone. Galatians 3 verse 10. Galatians 3 10 to 14. Galatians 3 10 to 14. Glory to God. Quickly, 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 quickly. You have phones, I'm sure. Yeah. For all who rely on observing the law, the law are under a curse. For it is written, curse is everyone who does not continue to do everything written in the book of Look the law. Curse is everyone who does not continue to do everything written in the law. Amen. Cause is what? Everyone because to do everything. And guess what? When when Moti reading, they all said, Amen. So the Amen the cause. This is Deuteronomy. Moses read one and they said, and they said, Amen to it. So everyone is, is, is distracting. 
Soon, don't worry. Soon. Soon, baby. Glory to God. Glory to God. So, everyone that tries to try to serve by the law will remain under a curse. I get my point here. So, you could not by obeying the law be justified. Please go on. Clearly, no one is justified. Did, did you finish it now? No. Ten. Ten, yeah. And all who rely on observing the law are under a curse. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who does not continue to do everything written in the book of the law. Clearly, no one is justified before God by the law, because the righteous will live by faith. The law is not based on faith. On the contrary, the man who does these things will live by them. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who is hung on a tree. Please pause. So, the curse that was meant to be for, 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 for anyone that disobeyed any law was put on Christ. So there is therefore now no curse for anyone in Christ. Amen. So even for those that, that, were, that, were, that were born into the law, that, that, that were given the law by Israelites, okay, there was therefore now no cause for lying, no cause for stealing. I get my point here. Christ took the cause upon himself. Says what cause is anyone that's hung upon a tree? What do you do? Just believe and receive, and, it, and, and every cause that should be yours is given is taken upon Christ. Glory to God. Verse 14. Verse 14. He redeemed us in order that the blessing given to Abraham might come to the Gentiles through Christ Jesus, so that by faith we might receive the promise of the Spirit. Look at that. It says that the blessing, again, not the blessings. When are you reading, when are you reading, reading the epistles? Take note of the tenses, prepositions, like I did in English book. Tenses, prepositions, and the, the plurals, whatever, is important. So when he says the blessing, that blessing is, is, not, is not money. It's not car. It's not, it's not, it's not that you blow. Yes, you blow, but that's, that's, that's the point here. That blessing is this. That, read that. This is the blessing. That by faith, we might receive, receive the, the promise, promise of, of the Spirit. Spirit. So that blessing is Christ in you. Amen. Amen. That blessing it's Christ in you by the Spirit. That person has come for everyone who believes. Both the Jew and Gentile. This is the blessing. Christ in you. Glory to God. So, the law would not do it. The law could not give life. Amen. Glory to God. Now, the law and the prophets prophesied Jesus Christ. Even before, before Christ came, years before he came at all, the law and the prophets prophesied Jesus. Isaiah 53. Isaiah 53. Deuteronomy 8.15. Isaiah 53. Deuteronomy 8.15. Someone should open Deuteronomy 8.15. Someone should Isaiah 53. Yeah, look at this. Start. Who has believed our message and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? He, he grew up before him like a tender shoot and like a root out of dry ground. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him. Nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and familiar with suffering. 
Like one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he took up our infirmities and carried our sorrows. Yet we considered him stricken by God, smitten by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him, and by his wounds we are healed. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. <laughs> he was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before her shearers is silent, so he did not open his mouth. By oppression and judgment he was taken away, and who can speak of his descendants? For he was cut off from the land of the living. For the transgression of my people he was stricken. He was assigned a grave with the wicked and with the rich in his, and with the rich in his death. Though he had done no violence, nor was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it was the Lord's will to crush him and cause him to suffer. And though the Lord makes his life a guilt offering, he will see his offspring and prolong his days. And the will of the Lord will prosper in his hand. Oh, glory. After the suffering of his soul, he will see the light of life and be satisfied. By his knowledge, my righteous servants will justify many, and he will bear their iniquities. Please pause. Now, someone in the verse says that he had no offspring, because he was cut off from the land of the living. Now, also said that he will see his offspring and rejoice. So even though he had no physical offspring, we were a spiritual offspring. So he will see us and rejoice. Glory to God. Please go on. Go on. Phil. Therefore, I will give him a portion among the great, and he will divide the spoils with the strong, because he poured out his life unto death and was numbered with the transgressors. For he bore the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors. Please go on. Have you finished? No. Please go on. Go on. I finished. Awesome. Now, this is exactly what Christ did. So, years before, regardless of the years before Christ came, Isaiah prophesied it almost word for word. You know how some this is? Everything that happened to him was prophesied hundreds of years before he came at all. Hundreds of years. They could not ask the thing. You know how some Jesus Christ now came to act the thing? Could not act it. Even Judas' betrayal. The, the exact amount prophesied hundreds of years before. That's so cool. So even the law and the prophets recite Jesus. So that they will know that it was in Jesus that they will be saved. Deuteronomy 8.15. Deuteronomy 8.15. Deuteronomy 8.15. Are we learning? He led you through the vast and dreadful wilderness, that thirsty and waterless land, with its venomous snakes and scorpions. He 18, brought you 1815. <laughs> 1815. That's it. Love you. Love you too. <laughs> 1815. Are we learning? Are we learning? I think this, this is a long teaching. Are we, are we getting? Are we following? Yes. Are we following? Is it making sense to you? Yes, awesome. 1815. The Lord your God will raise you raise up for you a prophet like me from among you, 
from your fellow Israelites. You must listen to him, for this is what you asked of the Lord your God at Horeb that on the day of the assembly. That was, that was Sign Jesus Christ. For you, a prophet like me. Amen. Also, for sign Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. John 3 14. Yeah, just John. John 3 14. John 3 14. Just as Moses yes. lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up. Yeah, 15. That everyone who believes may have eternal life Look at in that. him. Look at that. So Moses lifted up, lifted up the serpent in the wilderness. So that everyone that looked at the serpent will be healed, right? Says so also, the Son of Man, tell them, that everybody that looks at him will have eternal life. A prophet like Moses. Amen. So whatever he did, for prophesied hundreds of years before. Even people that, that, that didn't know each other, most, most did not see Isaiah. They didn't, they, didn't, they, didn't, they didn't see each other to plan it. They were all writing the same or similar things about the Christ. So it, 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 it is the most perfectly planned thing in the world. There's, there's no better story than this story. It's the best written story. Best planned. Glory to God. This is very important. Okay? Acts 3.22. Acts 3.22. Acts 3.22. You know why? Now, for, for Christ, for Christ um, to be valid, you don't just come from nowhere and say, bam, I am the Christ. Right? Because God gave them the law. So the law must tell them that a Christ is coming. I get my point here. The law must agree that a Christ is coming. So, so you cannot, they cannot know that the same God that gave us the law also said a Christ is coming. Do I want to say someone comes years later after and say, I, I am the new way? From where to where, sir? Because someone, someone came, I don't call his name, someone came from about four years after and said, I am the new way. Who made you way? Where did you jump from? Where did you fall down from? I get my point here. Where did you come from? Okay, are we there? Acts 322. Who said 10? I'm in the spirit, I'm just saying funny things. <laughs> Acts, Acts 32. But Moses said, The yes. Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your own people. You must listen to everything he tells you. Anyone who does not listen to him will be completely cut off from their people. Indeed, beginning with Samuel, all the prophets who have spoken foretold these days. And you hear of the prophets and of the covenant God made with your fathers. He said to Abraham, Look at that. Through your offspring, all people on earth will be blessed. When God raised up his servants, he sent him first to you to bless you by turning each of you from your wicked ways. Okay, that's good. So, whatever was happening in Christ was prophesied by the law and the prophets. So, that, that validity. They would check their books and say, okay, Esther said so and so and so. They had valid. They could check and say, okay, this is actually valid. You know, even when Christ came, everyone had to check the books to see when and where it was going to come. So they even knew the area it would come to. Because the law and precise is exact existence. So it was not random. It was calculated and well planned. Daniel precise the exact period. 
Not just, not just the exact time history where we come. It was Daniel. The exact time when Christ would come. So it was not random. It was well planned. So you see, Bible says between Abraham and Kinnikov, Kinnikov, 14 years. Between David and Babylonia, 14 years. Babylonia and Christ, 14 Planned to the exact date. Awesome, yeah? So it, it was not random. It was well planned. Amen. Look, I said, you preach to the unbeliever. You teach the, you teach the believer. Don't go and tell someone unbeliever all these long things. You know what I mean? It's only if you ask questions. Maybe I mean, this one, so they cannot make it get it better. But otherwise, this is not for them. It is strong meat. Your new slang, Benna. Well done. Glory to God. So you must also know that this plan had been in place before the world began. Glory to God. Let me show you where. Ephesians 1 4. Ephesians 1 4. First Peter 1 19 to 20. Ephesians 1 4. Quickly. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight, in love. Amen. Look at that. Woo. Before the foundation, before the creation of the world, he chose us in Christ before the world began. First Peter 1 19. First Peter. 1, 19 to 20. Quickly, 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 quickly. So this plan was, was not a reaction to the devil. God already, God planned ahead of time. Amen. Amen. Quickly, 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 quickly. Set it down 1, 20. Amen. But with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defeat, or defect, he was chosen before the creation of the world, but was revealed in these last times for us, for Look your sake. Before the end of the world, okay? Open to Revelation 13, 8. 13, 8. 13, 8. Hebrews 4, 3. 2 Timothy 1, 9. Matthew 13, 25. The same thing. That all this was, had been in place before the world began. Revelation 13, 8. 8 yes. All in Inhabitants of the earth will worship the beast. All whose names have not been written in the Lamb's book of life. The Lamb who was slain from the creation of the world. Look at that. Before the creation of the world. Hebrews 4.3. Hebrews 4.3. Now we who have believed enter that rest. Just as God said. So I declared an oath in my oh, anger. Yeah. Check 13. <laughs> Take 13. Don't worry, I've given you enough proof. Okay? That it was everything here was before the creation of the world. Okay. Now, we must also know about the blood. Okay? We see that in the law, they, they were told to, you know, to use blood of bulls and calves to cover sin. Okay, so every year they have to go, go into the the holy place and slaughter, okay? Cover their sins for a year. And but you come every year to do the same thing over and over again. Why? Animal blood could not cure sin, could not cure conscience, could not cure guilt. It could only cover it and they could have to cover it yearly. So that you know you know movie. They used to do the every year, exactly. So they have to renew the covenant every every year. You know why? Animal did not offend God. So animal blood could not get the job done. Animal life could not pay for man's sin. Amen. It was a man that sinned, right? Animal life could not 
pay for man's sin. That will be the blood, the life of a man. Again, that will be what? The life of a man. Hebrews 9. Amen. Now, and the man also had to be sinless. Otherwise, he will pay for his own sin. So the man had to be a sinless man to pay for the sins of other people. What? Wow. Glory to God. So now he also had to come. Now, for him to come down with without sin, he had to also bypass the sin nature. So he had to be born without man, without man's seed. Are you getting me? So he had to be born by, by Holy Ghost conception. So he could be born, so he could bypass the sin nature. Otherwise, he would have been, have, been, have been capable to bear the sins of man. So that would be that on that cross, that would be our sins, not his own sin. So he had to be born without human conception. Glory to God. I get my point here. That was the only way would have been a worthy offering, a lamb without blemish. So all these things carefully planned by God. It's not random. Glory to God. Hebrews 9. Start from verse 1. I tell you to stop. It's long. Hebrews 9 from verse 1. Now the first covenant had regulations for worship and also an earthly sanctuary. A tabernacle was set up in its first room where the lamp stands. The table, where, the table and the consecrated bread. This was called the holy place. Behind the second curtain was a room called the most holy place which had the golden altar of incense and the gold. Read, read the cards. Just keep going, keep, keep going fast. Keep going fast. Keep and going the gold-covered ark of the covenant. This ark contained the gold jar of manna, Aaron's staff that had budded, and the stone tablet of the covenant. Above the ark were the cherubim of the glory, overshadowing the atonement cover. But we cannot discuss these things in detail now. When everything had been arranged like this, the priests entered regularly into the altar room to carry on their ministry. But only the high priest entered the inner room, and that's only once a year, and never without blood, which he offered for himself and for the sins of the people, the sins the people had committed in ignorance. The Holy Spirit was showing by this that the way into the most holy place had not yet been disclosed as long as the first tabernacle was still standing. This is an illustration for the present time, indicating that the gifts and sacrifices being offered were not able to clear the conscience of the worshiper. They are only a matter of food and drink and various ceremonial washings, external regulations applying unto the time of the new order. When Christ came as high priest of the good things that are already here, he so went good. He went good through things that are already here. Amen. Please go on. He went through the greater and more perfect tabernacle that is not man made, that is to say, not a part of this creation. He did not enter by means of the blood of goats and calves, but he entered the most holy place once for all by once and for all by his own blood, having obtained eternal redemption. Oh boy. The blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of a heifer sprinkled on those who are ceremonially unclean, sanctified them so that they are outwardly clean. How much more then will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself unblemished to God? cleanse our consciences from acts that led to death, lead to death, so that we may serve the living God. For this reason, Christ is the mediator of a new covenant, that those who are called by, 
who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance now that he has died as a ransom to set them free from the sins committed under the first covenant. In the case of a will, it is necessary to prove the death of the one who made it because a will is enforced only when somebody has died. It never takes effect while the one who made it is living. Please pause. Now, um, until Christ died, you were still under the old covenant. The Bible says in Galatians 4, that Christ was born under the law. So even he, he lived under the law. Right? So whatever, whatever he did or said then, he was saying under the law. So that that's what he said then, that did not apply now. Like when he said in Luke, Luke 6, that forgive people so that God can also forgive you. That applied then. Doesn't apply. Now we are forgiving forever. So what applied then? Doesn't apply. Now we are, we are living for, we are forgiving. That's what in Colossians, Colossians 4, also in Ephesians also, that we forgive because we are, we are, we are forgiven. We don't forget to be forgiven. Forgive because we are already forgiven. So the will, will doesn't go into effect until the one of the will dies. So even Christ. So it's important to know this. You're not, you're not saying you're, you're not you're not thinking God has God has forgiven you. Amen. So we must separate the old from the new. Draw the line. The line came when Christ resurrected. Please go on. So there had to be the death of the testator for the for the will to go into effect. Please go on. This is why even the first covenant was not put into effect without blood. When Moses had proclaimed every commandment of the law to all the people, he took the blood of calves together with water, scarlet wool, and branches of hyssop, and sprinkled the scroll and all the people with blood. He said, this you. is the blood of the covenant which God has commanded you to keep. In the same way, he sprinkled with the blood, both the tabernacle and everything used in its ceremonies. In fact, the law requires that nearly everything be cleansed with blood, and without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. It was necessary then for the copies of the heavenly things to be purified with these sacrifices, but the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices than these. For Christ did not enter a man-made sanctuary that was only a copy of the true one. He entered heaven itself now to appear for us in God's presence. Nor did he enter heaven to offer himself again and again, the way the high priest enters the most holy place every year with blood that is not his own. Then Christ, then Christ would have had to suffer many times since the creation of the world. But now he has appeared once for all at the end of the ages to do away with sin by the sacrifice of himself. Please pause. Now, he said uh, we must show the death of the state for the, for the will to get to go in place. What does that mean? So it is why there has to be blood to show the life of the testator. To show that something died. So it, it, it's not even about some physical blood rushing in heaven. Amen. It's not about some blood rushing in heaven that just, just, just blood is flowing. No, it's not. It's, it's, it's figurative. The real thing that will show that, that he died. So it's about life. Lack of, lack of a thing is in the blood. So it's about the life, not about physical blood. The death shows the, the, the ratifying of the new covenant. It's about life, not about physical blood. This is making sense to you guys. Is it making sense? Is it too much teaching already? Glory, please continue. So look at this again. Look at this. Now, some, some people think that Christ dies every Easter. Every Easter. He will die. 
it will bury him. He did it once and for all. He's not dying and waking every year. Amen. He did it what? Once and for all. Once and he paid the price for sin eternally. Please go on. Just as man is destined to die once and after that to face judgment, so Christ was sacrificed once to take away the sins of many people, and he will appear a second time not to bear sin, not to bring salvation to, sorry, but to bring salvation to those who are waiting for him. Awesome. Please go on. Now, thank you. Now, in Hebrews 10 also, I want to Hebrews 10 what we think for the for time people not do that. Now, Hebrews 10, you know, I said, the sacrifice sacrifice and offering, thou wouldest not, but a body that prepared for me. So, he was telling them that often the bulls and calves could not get the job done. God had to send him in bodily form, a body as thou prepared for me. So, it was only man that could pay the price for man's sin. It could, could only be sinless man that could pay the price for sin. Why Christ had to come in, in a body? In a man's body, okay, sinless, come to us without sin. So you could bear the sins of many. Glory to God. Are we learning? Awesome. So he was sinless, so he had no sin to pay for for himself. So whatever pain he went through was for us. Very important, okay? So by his blood, he redeemed us, he paid the eternal ransom for sin. He paid the full price for everyone's sin. Ransom, the redeem them means to ransom, to buy back someone over, okay? To pay kidnappers, to get back someone from someone, ransom, okay? So his blood was payment, his life was payment for, the Bible says, wages of sin is death. So someone had to pay the price by dying, simple. So by dying, he paid the price for sin. Glory to God. Let's make it faster, hopefully. Okay? So that we can be declared before God, not guilty. He paid the full price, so we can be declared before God, not guilty. Not guilty. Not guilty. So, someone has to pay the price to free us. Glory to God. So, God had to come down himself in man's form to pay the price for sin. Awesome. So, he fulfilled and annulled the law by putting the law in its place. The law, which is of sin is death, he paid the price by dying. By doing so, he, he paid the price for the cost of the law. He finished it. So the law could be abolished and closed to that effect. So he, he didn't just come and say, no more law. No, he had to fulfill the law by paying the eternal price, which is his death. By doing so, he fulfilled and not he closed the law. So that now, all all, all any man needs to do is to believe and receive the gift is given. Glory to God. So he took off all the difficulty of obeying God. Of, he just took it off. He said, all we have to do now is just believe and receive. Glory to God. Second Corinthians 5, verse 17. Second Corinthians 5, 17. Are we there? Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone, the new is here. Please go on, 21. 
All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry, the ministry of reconciliation, that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them, and he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin, for us that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Amen. So look at that. So he, he reconciled the world to himself only in Christ. He made him that he knows before sin on the cross, so that, so, that, so that we might become, you know, his righteousness. The Bible says, once we were sinners, we, to, once we were sinners, once we lived in sin, we were, we li- you know, but now we are now his righteousness. So if anyone is in Christ, he is now a new Christian. You can't call him anymore a sinner. That, that, that was what he was. Amen. But now in Christ, has become what God's righteousness in Christ. So the gospel, 1 Corinthians 15, wrapping it up, 1 Corinthians 15. The gospel, 1 Corinthians 15. Ephesians 2, 8 to 10. Acts 16, 10 to 31. Romans 10, 9 to 10. Quickly, just to wrap this up. From verse 1, 1 to 11, rush it. Now, 15, 15. Now, brothers and sisters, I want to remind you of the gospel I preached to you, which you received and on which you have taken your stand. By this gospel, you are saved if you hold firmly to the word I preached to you. Otherwise, you have believed in vain. For what I received, I pass on to you as of first importance that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. That he was buried and he was raised on the third day, according to the scriptures. And that he appeared to Cephas and then to the twelve. After that, he appeared to more than 500 of the brothers and sisters at the same time. Most of whom are still living, though some have fallen asleep. Please pause. We, we, we said before, that this, this, this is a very important verse. That he appeared to Peter and to the twelve. Right? He appeared to 500 people at the same time. Now people say eh, that maybe, maybe, maybe they were hallucinating. That's that's not possible. People uh, say, people can say if, 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 if you only showed yourself to Peter, the Peter can lie and say he showed himself to me, right? But he showed himself to a twelve and to five people at the same time. So you can't tell the five people at the same time we are hallucinating or we're imagining stuff. Five hundred people. Now I said, like, said, said, said most of them are still living, so you can go and ask them. Do you get that? I was trying to show them the, the validity of the claim. Some of them, at that point, were still alive. I'm going to go and ask them if they really saw him. Amen. Some funny theories that he's not clinical, clinical. He said, you can go and ask them. Very important verse. Let's go on. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles. And last of all, he appeared to me also as to one abnormally born. For I am the least... For he is the least of the apostles and and do not even deserve to be called an apostle because he was persecuted he persecuted the church of God. By but by the grace of God I am what I am and his grace (laughs) 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 But by the grace of God I am what I am and his grace to me was not without effect. No, I worked. I worked harder than all of them. <laughs> Yet not I, but the grace of God that was with me. Whether then, 
whether then it is I or they, this is what we preach and this is what we believe. This is what we preach. So that Christ died for your sins and resurrected. That's the gospel. That Christ died for your sins and was buried and resurrected. That's the gospel. This is what we preached. This is what you believed. So this is all I've said now. This is the gospel in summary. So I have thought of it, but this, this is the summary of it all. That Christ died for your sins, was buried, and resurrected. So all you, have to, all you have to do now is just believe, receive the gift. Acts 16, 18. Romans 10, Romans 10, 9 to 10. Now we just believe and receive. Amen. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. Look at that. That's all. So you just, you believe and you confess. You conf- that's, that's how you to get saved. Christ has done everything. Just, you're just accepting the gift by believing in your heart and saying with your mouth. That's all. You're only accepting or we only, because we're believers here, I'm sure, right? Yeah. So we only believed by, we only got saved by believing in our heart, believing in our mouth, and we got saved. That's all we need to do. Acts 16, 30, 31. Acts 16, 30 to 31. Glory to God. He then brought them out and asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? They replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. Look at that. That's all. Believe in Jesus and you'll be saved. Not pay remission money. Amen. Not pay, pay money. Uh, what, uh, what penance? What if I say? Oh. Amen. Believe and be saved. Not confess your sin to your priest. Amen. Believe and be saved. Amen. Amen. We have to teach these things. Eh? Amen. Believe and be saved. Not work hard for it. And maybe God will save at the end of it all. Believe and be saved. Some, some say that when they get to heaven, their God will measure their sins and put the bad ones, the, the bad ones on the left, the bad things on the left, the good things are on the right. But the God, God now measure it and see which one is bigger. If this one is bigger, you go to the heaven. So that means that they won't know until that day if they go to heaven or not. What a risky life to live if I thought it is true. So they just tell me, hey, will I enter? Glory to God. Amen. So I had a, a, particular, a particular man that would walk very far to the, the mosque. He won't enter a bus so that he can, he, he think by doing so he's paying for, he's, he's making, he's, he's, he's increasing his good parts. So he, he will walk long time. <laughs> oh, glory to God. What, how do we get saved? Believe in Christ Jesus. You believe to receive. That's all. You only believe. You only believe. So by believing, everyone is sure for you. This is the good part. So we're not waiting to that, to that day to know our destination. We know now. Who? We know now. So, so it's, not, it's not what we will know. We know now. Yes, right John says, 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 now you have eternal life. Not, not, not that you will have it. We have it now. Yes, Amen. Colossians yes. 13 and 14. says he took from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his own son. So you are already in the kingdom of his son. So you will not, you will not, you will not be there. You are already there. Glory to God. Say so this song. Um, uh, don't you want to be a part of the kingdom? I'm already part of it. It's not, it's, not, it's not what I will be later. I'm part of that kingdom now. That's the meaning. So the, for the believer, 
Heaven is sure for you. The Holy Ghost is the kingdom and it lives in you. Woo! The Holy Ghost is himself the kingdom and it lives in you. So you can't go to hell with the Holy Ghost. Amen. So if Christ be in you, your own is sure it is heaven. So good. So good. So good. This is what we preach. Amen. This is what we preach. That you believe and you are saved. You are God's own son. You can't say the son of God in hellfire. It's not possible. You are God's own child. Now are we sons of God. It's, it's, not, it's not what we will be. Now are we the sons of God. John also. That, John, John the right. Says, now are we the sons of God. Now. So your home is surely heaven. So what's your job? Drag people to heaven with you. Drag, people, drag your neighbors, your friends to heaven with you. How? Believe and be saved. Don't work out for it. Just believe. Only Amen. If someone will believe, they will not receive grace, the ability to live the life of the believer. So we don't get, we don't, we don't do well. We saved. We get saved so we can live well. Yep, yep. Only believe. For he made him that knew no sin to be seen for you. So he can become his righteousness in Christ Jesus. So it says, even when we're yet sinners, Christ died for us. When we're stacked, when we're, you know, heroic sinners, glory to God. He, then he accepted us in. So how much more will be saved by his life? Amen. If you're just, 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 just believe, so why, why, why do you not think that your mistakes will go to a fire? That, ah, I mistakenly did this. Hey, a fire. No, that's not how it works. When you are living in sin, it's saved by believing. So your sins should not be what to scare you. Amen. Not tell you, just try to make evil. Just be trying. No, we don't try. We believe. I will become. Believe and become. Believe and become. Believe and become. Believe and become. This is the life you are called to live. Let's go on our feet. Praise to God. So good. Oh, so good. So good. Just give him thanks. Oh, thank you. Thank you for the price you paid. Thank you for the price you paid. Oh, thank you for the price you paid. Just thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Because everyone is our own. Everyone is within us. The Holy Ghost. Oh, glory. Give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. Oh, give him praise. He's preserving us to the end. He called us. He preserves us to the end. Oh, we live in hope. Knowing where our future is. Our home is. We are heaven bound. We are in straight bus to heaven. Ha! Glory to God. Heaven bound. Heaven bound. Oh, give him praise. Heaven bound. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for paying the price. Oh, for the new life I have in you. By, by resurrection, I, I, I have newness of life, new life. I now have the nature of righteousness so that I can live righteously. Oh boy, glory to God. Because in you, my sin nature was nailed to the cross. Oh, glory to God. Because in Christ, 
my sin nature is no more. It was nailed to the cross. I died to sin so that I can live for you. The body of sin was done away with so I can live for you. Come on, give me praise. Oh, give me praise. So there is therefore now no condemnation to us who are in Christ Jesus. Oh, glory to God. There is therefore now for you no condemnation. No, no condemnation. No conviction of guilt. You are free. You are free in Christ. 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 You are in Christ. You are free. You live free. There is therefore now no condemnation to you in Christ. Oh, glory to God. There is therefore now no condemnation. No adjoining of guilt. The blood has washed off every guilt. The blood has washed off my conscience of every dead work. The blood has declared me guilt-free. Oh, glory to God. Thank you for the blood. 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 Thank you for the price you paid. Oh, you paid this price once and for all. You live never to die again. So I can also live never to die again. Ha! Oh, I live because you live. I live also. Oh, because you live forever. I live forever also. Oh boy, glory to God. I live forever. I live because you live. I live forever. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Because you made him that did not sin be sin for me. So I can be your righteousness. So I am now righteousness. I'm righteous in you. I'm, I'm, righteous. I'm so righteous. I'm righteous for you. I'm right. I'm holy. I'm a saint. Ah, glory to God. You call me a saint, not a sinner. You call me a saint. You call me a saint. You call me your very own. You call me a son. Oh, glory to God. You call me a son. As many that receive you, you give us full rights of sonship. Now am I the son of God. Now am I a son of the living God. No fear in life. No fear of death. Woo! Because you live, I live also. No shame. No fear. No reproach. No word, no anxiety. You live, I live also. The life I now live, I live by faith in you. Glory to God. Oh, glory to God. We give you all the praise, Jesus. Oh, thank you for your word. Thank you for your blood. Thank you for the gospel. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Since the gospel is God's power unto salvation for everyone that what believes. Oh, glory. So sweet. So easy. So simple. Believe and be free. Let's look and live. Woo! Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because we stand on that shame of the gospel of Christ. Because it's the power of God for, the, for, for everyone that believes. Oh, glory to God. The power of God for salvation for everyone that believes, both Jew and Greek. Oh, thank you. Give all the praise. Thank you. In Jesus' name we are praying.
Thank you for listening to this message. We are very sure you're edified. If you would love to partner with our ministry in giving, please visit our website at www.thisgreenchurch.org and click on the giving link. God bless you.